It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey everybody and welcome to my plus size grandma with Miss Coco Bowden. Oh, so y'all I'm up tonight and I am really just focusing on one thing tonight which is finding something that will work for me to help me quit smoking. That's right, I said to quit smoking. Yeah, it's, it's a sin. And, and you know, um, people act like these things don't exist. Well, I was smoking before I was a saint. <laughs> I was smoking cigarettes before I got saved. And I never stopped. But now I'm to the point where I can't stand to smell them. I don't like them. And it's like, it just irritates me. Um to be around the center smoke and all that stuff. So I want to quit smoking. I want to quit smoking because I know it'll improve my health. And one thing I did notice was that um, when I was at the hospital, I had noticed that my blood pressure was really low when I didn't smoke. But I also noticed that when I get really stressed out, I tend to smoke a bunch of cigarettes. And I don't want to be dependent on cigarettes. You know, I don't want that to be my life. That's been my life for years. And when I say years, I mean years. Like, um, give me a sec here. When I say years, I mean like probably, um, since the age of 13 years old, I've been smoking Newports. I started smoking, watching my mother and father, my aunts, everybody around me smoke, and everybody around me do, they smoke. So quite naturally, I was going to pick up on the smoking too, so um, a lot of people smoked around me, and I liked it. At first it was cool. Then I realized it was a problem when I was 23. <laughs> you don't realize how long you be smoking until, um, you know, you start counting up the years and I want to quit. So, anybody got any tips on how to quit 
my doctor recommended the nicotine patch. I'm in therapy for it. I'm happy about that. See, because just because we get saved doesn't mean that everything gets cleaned up right then and there. Some things take time to mature in. I think I had to get a mature mind to get to this point where I can say I'm ready to quit. I'm ready to confess my sins and let this go. Because all it do is really take money from you. Um, it steals your energy. It steals your joy too. And I know a lot of people couldn't hit me up on Facebook because I put it on Facebook, y'all. I put it on Facebook that I smoke. And, you know, whatever people think about me, it's what they think. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm trying to better me. At the end of the day... I want to be a better woman. I want to be a better mother, a better grandma. I want to have wind. I want to be able to breathe. I want to be able to sing with full breath. I want to be able to walk with full breath. At the end of the day, it's about being real with me, who I am and the things that I do. And I've never came to a point where I was like, you know, I just want to stop. Because I can sit up all night and, you know, um, when I start stressing, I smoke a pack a day. But when I stress heavy, I realized that I was smoke had started going into a second pack. <laughs> and I was like, no, I don't need to get all that up in me. So my doctor had suggested that they start me off on 21 milligrams of nicotine patch. But I'm uneasy about taking it because it's medicine too, you know. And I don't want to be dependent. I mean, if I'm trying to get rid of nicotine, why do I want them just giving me more nicotine? So, um, this is going to be a journey that I'm going to let y'all go with me on, um, this process. And I know that God is going to help me. Oh, my little baby Vanna inboxing me. And I know that this is not going to be easy. This is one of the hardest things that, you know, when I stopped smoking crack, it was easy. It was easier for me to do. Um, I just put to my mind that I was going to do it, and I did it. But as far as smoking cigarettes, I've been smoking so long that I'm used to in the morning. It's the first thing I see at night. It's the last thing I see. In between the days is what I see, and I'm just tired. I'm tired of relying on cigarettes to get me through the day. I want my money. <laughs> I want my money. Somebody gonna be preaching about this come Sunday, which I really don't care because at the end of the day, like I said, it's about getting healthier and it's about being truthful and finding people that can help you. Um, I'm sure it's not the worst thing that I've ever done but to me, it feels horrible. I don't want to do it.
And it's it actually easier said than done. Easier said than done to quit because I've been doing it for so long. It's like part of my routine. I want to jack Satan up. I don't I don't want to give Satan any kind of opportunities over me to keep making my body sick. I mean, like I said, when I let go of the crack, I mean, it was it wasn't easy, but it wasn't hard as the cigarettes because I didn't pin on it to give me my morning fix like I do cigarettes. I don't have no coffee habit or nothing like that. It's just these cigarettes. I can't stand them. And the smell of them, the way they make your house smell. I don't smoke indoor. I smoke outside. Whew. I smoke outside, but it's a challenge. It's definitely a challenge, and I think that it's something that I'm going to get done. I've tried many times before. Last year, I tried five times. This year, I tried twice. And I believe that I'm going to quit. I'm going to keep believing that. Yep, I sure am. Because this nicotine addiction is real. I'm telling you, last every time I tried to quit, I could feel it like my body would crave it. And then sometimes, like, you have a certain breathing pattern that goes along with smoking. And I could tell that my body would be trying to be in that. You know, my heart rate would be trying to go up and stuff. Knowing that I wasn't even smoking. So, I did manage to quit one time successfully for a week. Um, by using straws, cause you know, they say sometimes you just like something in your hands. I did do that for a week. Then I got tired of straws. <laughs> I got tired of holding the straws. So I started lighting back up the real thing. And you know, when it starts coming down to your heart, you know, you got to do what's best for you. And that's what it is. That's why I'm talking about it. Is just to do what's best for me right now. And the best thing for me is to be as honest as I can be with myself and with my doctor. And I was honest with my doctor. And, you know, she gave me the lecture and all that stuff. And, you know, um, you know, when, when, a doctor puts a time limit on your life. It's a wake-up call. It's a wake-up call. So I know if I want to live, I got to do this. Not for my kids. Not for anybody else. But this is the one thing I got to do for me. I got to get me in order. Me line back up. And part of not smoking... I got to sleep again, y'all. It's a mess, I'm telling you. And part of not smoking is um part of the package that I'm going for when it comes down to improving me. I be seeing people putting up they didn't stop smoking for a week. They stopped smoking for two weeks. 
I hope that I can stop and not go back. That's my biggest thing. I don't want to go back. And I don't care how people look at me in the church or anywhere else. Because usually that's what I used to go by. How, how people would look at me. And I wouldn't. I didn't smoke in front of nobody. I smoked at home in private. Or in my car. I didn't smoke in front of nobody. Uh, I spoke outside. So. Quit being around my granddaughters with smoke, and I won't let them come up under me when I'm smoking. Um, I have several rules to smoking. <laughs> if that's real, you know, I have a lot of rules to smoking. I don't let nobody else smoke in my car. Um, it's just a lot of things. Y'all are picky with everything, believe me. But this was the post that I put up on Facebook tonight. And it says, basically, um, come on, thingy. It says, everyone has their own addictions, things they rely on to cope with life and everyday stress. Mine was Newport, and now I can't stand them, but the struggle to quit is real. And it really is, y'all. I can't stand them, but yet I can't stop with them. I said, currently in therapy for that, too. Yes, church folks do have crunches and addictions. I learned how to smoke at church when I was young and remember always going in the parking lot of the church and all the saints just about would be puffing, LOL. <laughs> and that's true. I remember as a little girl, um, before they stopped smoking on the church ground, that church ground would be full of smokers. You hear me? It'd be full of smokers. My my biological mom and dad smoked, but there was no greater influence on my smoking than the church people. I was like, if they doing it, then it must be okay. And then I said, I'm ready to give them up. I'm confessing in hopes to help me or team up with someone on the same journey. These Newports go Oh, I meant to say got to go in Jesus' name. Amen. And that is so real. I mean, people don't want to admit it. But you're down where you're down. You are down where you're down. And you can't help it. You know the right thing to do. But that's not always what happens. So I know... um I know what it's like. You know, like I said, people in the church have powerful influence. And I don't want to be influencing anybody to smoke. I don't want to influence anyone to smoke. So, I confess my sins. Oh, my... (laughs) Yeah, because, um, you know, a lot of influence came from the church of things that people were doing. And even to this day, a lot of that influence is still in the church. And, um, I don't want to be, I don't want to be the one that will lead somebody on a smoking journey. I don't want to be that person, so... Because I feel bad when I see, you know, other people smoke. I feel bad when I smoke. Um, 
And it's just a journey thing. It's a thing that we have got to get over. We've got to learn how to um, be dependent on the Lord to help us with our anxieties and stress and and not these cigarettes. So I'm very optimistic that, um, and I love using that word optimistic because I love looking forward to new challenges. I think that I'm going to get, I'm going to kick this habit. I'm definitely going to kick it. And I'm looking forward to the day when I come back on and say, look, look y'all, I'm one week smoke free. I'm two months smoke free. I'm five years smoke free. You know, I'm looking for that day. That I can come on and say that. I'm looking for that day. And I think it's going to be soon. I stop now. By next year, I'll have a year in. A lot of things happen between October and November for me. So I'm just, I'm just looking for the best. I mean, point blank. These new ports got to go. They got to go because I'm tired of them. Like I said, I've been smoking them since I was 13 years old. They are now starting to control my life. And I'm, I'm glad that my therapist helped me see that too as well. How the cigarettes are starting to try to take control. Because listen, um, when you get to a point where you got to have certain things before you can even start your day, you know, you've lost control. And I'm glad that I went and I got this team and this team is helping me to see the areas that were gray once upon a time. We're going to get some life back in these areas that I have lost. We're going to get some green back in there, some life, you know, um, because like I said, they control you. You can't like you go to church, you go to church, but you can't wait to get out because you want to go smoke. So you don't talk to nobody. You don't fellowship with nobody. You just get on out of there so you can get your smoke on. Um, you don't can't go to events without having to stand outside, like kids' events, because you want to smoke. You miss things on kind of a cigarette. You miss things. You miss some of the brightest moments on kind of a cigarette. So yes, for my babies and for myself, and mainly for myself, I want to quit because I'm tired of missing out on life. Yep. What is this girl talking about? And that's probably um, a lot of the reasons why I can't heal too easy from um, bronchitis and stuff like that is because of the cigarettes. High blood pressure, heart, all of it related to the cigarettes. I'm 42 years old and I'm starting to see that this ain't for me now. What was for me when I was younger... It ain't working now. Now I don't want to cope with things through a cigarette. I want to cope with things head on and, and and deal with it and get on about my business. Yep. Alright y'all, so that was all I had for you. That's all I wanted to say. I'm on Facebook tonight. Y'all come on over on Facebook and hit me up on my plus size grandma. My plus size grandma. Okay. My plus size grandma reality show podcast. Come hit me up on there. I'm up.
Yep. Oh, I thought she was talking about something. Don't make you mad. It's a lot of sad stuff on Facebook. Some of it is just downright depressing. I mean, I know we need to know things that are going on in the world, but we also have to know when to just shut it off because some of the stuff on Facebook is just very, very depressing. And you know what, too? I think one of the things, one of the reasons why I hadn't stopped smoking because I was worried about how it would make me feel. You know, you hear all these stories about people who quit smoking and then all of a sudden they get cancer. That's one of the reasons why I didn't do it. And then there was the fear of, um, the fear of, you know, um, what was it? See, I'm dealing with my fears. It's part of my fears, too. Um, thank God for my therapist bringing all this stuff out. A lot, a lot of things, you know, um, come along with smoking. What will I do now after I finish eating? You know, dealing with the what is. But I, I've just made up in my mind. I'm not going to wonder or try to um, try to think too far ahead of what type of side effects I might have from not smoking. I'm going to think of the health benefits. I'm going to think of the good stuff. I'm not going to compare my addiction to somebody else's. You know, I'm not going to do that. Because if you do that, then you ain't going to want to do nothing. And I'm not going to let nobody fill my head with a bunch of stuff where this is what happened to me when I quit smoking. So that's why I'm back smoking. I'm not going to let people fill my head with up with stuff like that. I lost a lot of teeth to smoking. And, you know, that's what people don't tell you. you you're going to lose some teeth to that stuff. I, I, between smoking drugs and smoking cigarettes, you know, when I was smoking drugs, I smoked he- cigarettes really heavy. I lost a lot of teeth to that stuff. So now I just, I just want to go ahead and take it one day at a time and just get off in this cycle. This cycle that, you know, just happened to fail in my past, fell in my lap. I guess I kind of inherited it. <laughs> I can't pronounce that word right. Yeah. 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 <sighs> yeah. I guess I'll just get on off now because I really don't have nothing else to say. Except for if y'all got some tips or something that can help me or something that you've tried, put it down in the chat box. In the chat box. That would be love right there. Any kind of tips would be love. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. To me right about now. Any kind of tips at all. Because I'm going to quit. 
But, you know, it always helps to see what someone else tried that might help me. Now, the one thing I don't want to do, I don't want to use something that I got to use something that I got to use something, use something. I want to be able to quit and not be dependent on having to use something, use something. That's why I'm kind of hesitating about the nicotine patches because I don't want to stop one thing and then go into another thing. See what I'm saying? I don't want to stop with with um smoking and then I have to depend on the nicotine patches. I want to be free. I want to be smoke free. I want to be dependency free. Um, matter of fact, let me tell you what my doctor called it too, cause um I can go on here and I can pull up my record and I tell you what they call it when you have a smoking addiction like that. They call it um. Uh, let me see here. Up in my email. I got a great doctor now. I didn't start I didn't start off liking that that doctor's office, but then when they gave me the new doctor, um she's a female doctor, um it started really helping me a whole lot. So I'm logging in and I'm going to tell y'all what um they got me down for. Okay. So I did go to the doctor to get all my blood work and stuff done. So they got me down as they treated me for it's a smoker reason for visit smoker smokers um I can't pronounce this word I know how to say it but it's not gonna come out my mouth right smoking I'm just gonna say session smoking session counseling three to ten minutes and So I do that counseling three to ten minutes. That's what she did. And let me read the rest of it. What she gave me on the medications. Um I'm five foot five, y'all. <laughs> shorty. <laughs> I'm a shorty. Uh let me see. They got me down as obesity, morbid obesity. Okay, this is what they call it, tobacco dependency syndrome. Smoker. That's what it is, tobacco dependency syndrome. And a lot of fatigue. Fatigue is on here. So that's that's basically um, what they call it. Smoker syndrome. Dependency. Did I say dependency? And, um, she has it on my record. Trying to give up smoking. Nicotine, 21 milligrams, 24 hour daily transdermal dermal patch. So the nicotine patch that she has ordered for me is 21 milligrams. And it's supposed to last every 24 hours. So let me look over here and see what these 21 milligram nicotine patches. Let me hold up a minute. Let me see here what these nicotine patches are like. Just in case somebody else won't take the journey with me. I know I got some smokers listening. (laughs) Okay, this is a good question right here. 
21 milligram CQ and strawberry patches come in three strengths. They are labeled by how much nicotine your body absorbs in 24 hours. The strengths are 21 milligrams per day. Step one is 14 milligrams per day. Step two and, and seven milligrams per day. Step three. If you smoke more than 10 cigarettes per day, start with step one. 21. So I smoke more than 10 cigarettes a day, um, which would be, I smoke 20 cigarettes a day, sometimes 23, 24, depending on how bad the day has been. So she started me off with the 21. Ain't that something? Oh, I want to download that. So let me see what they say about how nicotine is. Hmm, let me see how it says. Okay, this one woman's on here. How the nicotine patch helped me quit smoking. And she did say, you know, um, insurance does pay for some of it. But I have to pay for a lot of it out of pocket. So, we're going to see. Okay, it says, I'm going to read you this woman's story. Her name is Michelle. Sometimes the best advice comes from direct experience, as in this case, ex-smoker Michelle quit smoking with the help of the nicotine patch. She details her experience with it below so that other smokers who are ready to quit can have a perspective on using NRT. I guess that's nicotine patches. And I'll probably use a journal to track myself as well. Because um, with weight loss and everything else I have journals for. So I'm going to add one more. If it enhances my life, adds to my life, why not? Okay, so it says, I like to share my experience with the nicotine patch. I researched the various NRTs months before my quit date and decided that the patch was the right tool for me. The American Lung Association, the American Psy Psychiatric Association. By the way, it does do... Like me, I have a therapist on both ends. I have the medical part and I and I have the psychological part. And and everybody is working together. Everybody's on one accord. And I'm just thankful for that. Okay, let me finish reading. <laughs> Psychiatric Association, the Agency for Healthcare Policy and Research. She got too much stuff written down here. And the American Cancer Society. Basically, she researched a lot of people. Let me keep going. <laughs> Okay, when the patch is used as directed, nicotine is absorbed slowly by the system and the 21 milligram patch is the equivalent of about one pack of cigarettes per day. Those who smoke 10 or fewer cigarettes per day are directed to start with the 14 milligram patch. Nicotine patches can increase the chances of quitting success by 50 to 70 percent. And the odds are improved even more when it's used along with another non-nicotine quit aid like Zuban. Now, I did try Welprin. I think it's called Welchabin, Um, One time before, they had me on that medication, and it just made me feel like a zombie. And just made me feel like I was going to be sick all day, so I quit taking it. Okay. If you're ready to quit smoking and want to use your patch or another NRT, discuss the various options with your doctor. I wish they'd get on to her story. See, I hate when I read an article and 
You got to read through all this stuff before you get where you need to be. <sighs> Let me shoot on now. You know, she's already picked. She already said that. Okay, the patch when used offers gradual decrease in nicotine. Wow. Wow. Um, decrease in nicotine while new ex-smokers work on the psychological aspects of quitting. Those who understand the role that the patch plays in the quitting process. Come on, I'm trying to get the Michelle's experience. Okay. I smoked two packs a day for 15 years. Oh, I can't imagine smoking two packs. But this is her story. Now, finally, I get down to it. But I can't imagine smoking two packs because one pack feels too heavy on my chest. I smoked two packs a day for 15 years. I quit smoking using the nicotine patch as directed on January 13, 2002. It was my first attempt at quitting, so I cannot compare the method I used to other methods. I do not know how much of a role the patch played in my success so far, but these things I do know. The patch did not put more nicotine into my body than smoking did. I did not become addicted to the patch. I was not in denial. See, that's me. I'm not in denial. I know I got an issue. I got a problem. <laughs> and I think that's the biggest step is, is admitting that you have a problem. I have a problem with cigarettes. I used to like them and love them, but now I, I don't like them, but I can't put them down. Well, so far I haven't been able to put them down. I'm not going to keep saying can't. Okay. Let me see. Where did I start? I was not in denial. I did not have horrible nicotine withdrawals symptoms. The physical adjustment when stepping down from one level to the next was minimal and short-lived. I used the patch and I have not had a cigarette in over 15 years. Whoa, she got a good story. Those are my facts. Would I have been as successful without the patch? I don't know. Maybe, but I would have been much more uncomfortable during the first week. And that's a crucial time in the quit process. I know that once I made up my mind to quit, I want to make sure that I gave myself the very best chance succeeding and for of succeeding and for me that meant using the patch. NRTs are not for everyone and I think those who decide to use the patch or any other NRT as a placement replacement for smoking rather than as a tool for such I can't pronounce that word would be disappointed you know I wonder like <laughs> now this may be stupid but you know they say the placebos like they give you a placebo pill and you think it's the real thing and you start acting like it's the real thing I wonder if some of those stickers like you could stick a, a band-aid or something on you and say this is a patch and train your mind to believe that that is the nicotine patch throughout the day if that would help <laughs> I mean for real I mean I, I tried something like that before and it really helped in your mind you're thinking that you got on this nicotine patch but it's really just a band-aid but it's a wide band-aid and it's cheaper than spending you know a lot of money you're not getting the nicotine but you're feeling in your head you got that feeling that you do have it so um you got that feeling that you do have something flowing through you so you're not gonna 
get all historical. Y'all know what I'm saying. Okay. Uh, it is definitely a commitment. I'm not even going to read that. I'm not going to read any negative stories on quitting smoking because it's not going to taint my head up. Nope. I believe it can be done. The nicotine patch. So I wonder, you know, I may just try that, y'all, before I invest in buying the patches. That may be something that I might do is just try and go buy, like, something and put some menthol on it and stick it on my arm and see if that works. I mean, really, because I, I did that with food when I was um, cutting away from sugars and stuff. I would just, you know, use alternatives for sugar. And to this day, I still do not be on the sugar like that. You know, just pouring pure white sugar on my food and stuff. It's, it's been probably 15 or 16 years since I brought a bag of sugar here in my house. So it worked with that. So it's all, it is psychological. It's very psychological. It's mostly your mind. It's every, everything we do, it starts with your heart and mind. So it's, it's mostly your mind that you're trying to overcome. And, you know, by me going through the anxiety and depression, you know, that's just another another thing of trying to overcome. Um, and it makes it harder because I am do going through the anxiety mode and, and the depression mode. And I am fighting off, you know, fears um, right now. I think it will honestly work. I mean, ain't no harm in trying. No harm in trying at all, so y'all wish me well. Don't count on my downfall. Don't say no, nah, she ain't gonna do it. Cause I am gonna find something that works. And I will be called a non-smoker. I will be a non-smoker. Cold turkey is something too about going cold turkey. I have did cold turkey quits when I would be fasting. Sometimes I pray and fast and I would go cold turkey off for three days. But then when it get down to that last day, you know, you be waiting. And then <laughs> you die back in and you smoke that much more. So if nobody else is happy for me, I'm happy for me. And this is something that I'm doing for me. I'm finally not thinking about a man. Not thinking about my children, not thinking about the church folk. And you know, sometimes we can be so consumed with what everybody thinks that we actually do not do what's best for us. So I'm not thinking about all that. I'm not trying to impress nobody either. You love me or you leave me. You like me or you hate me. One or the other. I'm just trying to be me. I'm trying to be a healthy plus size woman. I love the plus size weight, but at the same time, I know that I got issues coming up now. So I'm just trying to be as healthy as I can be to be here a long time with my babies, with my future husband, um, with my children, my family. 
So what anybody else thinks does not even matter to me right now. It, it doesn't matter to me um, how I'm labeled. I'm still going to do my gospel work. I'm not going to give up on God because I smoke cigarettes. I'm not going to give up on him. That's who I need to run to. That's whose arms I want to be in. <laughs> Safe in his arms. He's the one that has brought me this far. So I'm not giving up on anything except for these cigarettes and negative thoughts that keep trying to jump around. This anxiety and depression, that's the only thing that I'm giving up. Everything else is going to be life. So, was I worried about how church folk would respond to me putting up a post like that? Well, at first I used to be worried about it. But after talking with my therapist, and she was like, just be yourself. He was like, no, he was, not she. Just be yourself. It's better to be open and honest than to be walking around here holding in so much on your chest. And, you know, smoking is not the worst thing out here. And yet it's not the best thing out here. But it's where I'm at right now. It's where I'm at. How can God meet me where I'm at if I'm not even willing to tell the truth about it? You know, I want to be healed. And that's why I speak up and I just... You know, do I have to share with people? No, I don't have to share with people. But I found that for me, for me, when I share with others, whether others know it or not, it gives me courage to continue on. You know, it's like, um, like they said, when you quit smoking drugs, you come back to get somebody else. You come back to share your st- story and help somebody else get through and that's how I feel that it is for me this is my chance to give back in that kind of a way to say hey this is what happened to me this is how I quit you know that's my testimony and I can't give up on my testimony that's mine I won't give up on my testimony I sure won't I'm going to continue to fight for Jamie if nobody else does. I got to. This is the body God gave me. This is my family. That I want to be around for years to come. My um, my um, parents, they have a history of smoking. Ooh, that water good. Y'all know it's finally good to be able to get some water down and hold it. But my parents have a history of smoking. My mother and father, my mother still smokes a lot. And she's up in her 60s, like 65, 66. And my dad, he died prematurely of a massive heart attack. And he was a heavy smoker too. Um, He was a heavy smoker. He died when he was like 50 years old. So, And that ain't been that long ago. I should live past 50. That's that's not my goal to just make 50 and the next thing you know I'm out on kind of a heart attack. No. Whew, that water is a blessing. Yes. I come through to cut these lights off too, by the way. Because I'm going to get in the bed. Because I don't want to be staying up all the time at night either. I'm trying to get my sleep habits back in. My goal originally was to start going to sleep at 12, but I haven't written out my plan quite yet on that. 
Oh, but let me tell y'all though. My mother's parents, they used to be smokers too. Mm-hmm. They were smokers. That's right. And they quit smoking when they was in their 30s. They, my dad said he smoked his last cigarette. Well, he's my granddaddy, but I call him daddy because he adopted me. But he said he quit smoking his last cigarette when he was 34 years old. Said he was riding the bus. It was either the bus or the train. I think it was a train. Said he was riding it somewhere. And he had took that cigarette out of that pack. And he looked around at a guy and said, hey, you want the rest of these cigarettes? He gave them away and he said he didn't pick up another one since. And my mother followed behind him. So they did it as teamwork. They quit smoking. So see, it's possible. And my dad, he lived to be 88 years old. 88 years old. So 50 years later after he quit, went from being a heavy smoker to quitting. And living to be 80 some years old, the upper 80s. So that inspires me right there to give it all I got. It can't do nothing but give you life. That's all it can do is give you life, give you energy back, your thoughts back. People who smoke have short-term memory. You know, when them blood pressure goes up and then, you know, your eyes get damaged from the smoke. It's it's a lot of different um, things that go on with smoking. Going with your body, it, it even messes up your fingers, your fingers, your circulation, you know. So it's just a lot that goes on with it. But um, I, I can't believe I stayed on here 45 minutes talking about smoking. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to get off now and just put on me some Sanford and Son and chill out the rest the night um, we'll go to sleep. I'm going to sleep. Who am I kidding? All right, y'all.